ಪ್ರಭುಪಾದಿಕ್ರಭುಪಾದಿಕ್ರಭುಪಾದಿಕ್ರಭುಪಾದಿಕ್ರಭುಪಾದಿಕ್ರಭುಪಾದಿಕ
नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय नारायण नमस्कृत नरंजेवानोत्तम देवी सरस्वती व्यास तथोजयमुधीर Hi Krishna we are reading from Shrimad Bhagavatam canto 7 chapter 8 chapter entitled the lord slays the king of the demons and we are reading verse number 3 and 4 so these two verses are together um i will chant the first verse verse number 3 can repeat after me kopavesha chalat ghatra पुत्रम हंतुम मनोदे क्षिप्वा पुषया वाच प्रहराद अतदर्हनम कोपावेशात्र पुत्रम हंतुम मनोदे प्रहरादात्र पुत्र हंतुम मनोदे क्षिवा पुषया वाच प्रहरादम अतदर्हनम कोपावेशात्र मनोदे क्षिप्वा पुषया वाच प्रारंभनम कोपावेशात्र पुत्र हंतुम मनोदे क्षिवा पुषया वाच प्रहराद अतदर्हनम वैष्णव कोपावेशात्र पुत्र हंतुम मनोदे क्षिवा पुषया वाच प्रहराहनम वैष्णवीश्वेशात्र 
पुत्रम हंतुम मनोदधे क्षिप्ता परुषया वाचा प्रहरादम अतदरहनम Kopavesha by a very angry mood Chalat trembling Gatraha the whole body Putram his son Hantum to kill Manaha mind Dhade fixed Kshiptva rebuking Parushaya with very harsh Vacha words Prahradam Prahlada Maharaja Atat Arhanam not fit to be chastised due to his noble character and tender age. Aha said Ikshamanaha looking at him in anger papena because of his sinful activities tiraschinena crooked chakshusha with eyes prashraya avanatam very gentle and mild Dantam, very restrained. Baddha, Baddha Anjalim, Anjalim, having folded hands. Avastitam, situated. Sarpaha, a snake. Padahataha, being trampled by the foot. Iva, like. Shwasan, hissing, prakruti, by nature, darunaha, very evil. Translation and purport by Sijuan Shila Prabhupada, Shila Prabhupada ki. When Hiranyakashipu understood the entire situation, he was extremely angry, so much so that his body trembled. Thus, he finally decided to kill his son Prahlada. Hiranyakashipu was by nature very cruel and feeling insulted. He began hissing like a snake trampled upon by someone's foot. His son Prahlada was peaceful, mild and gentle. His senses were under control. And he stood before Hiranyakashipu with folded hands. According to Prahlada's age and behavior, he was not to be chastised. Yet with staring, crooked eyes, Hiranyakashipu revoked him with the following harsh words. Purport. When one is impudent toward a highly authorized devotee, one is punished by the loss of nature. The duration of his life is diminished. And he loses the blessings of superior persons and the results of pious activities. 
Hiranyakashipu, for example, had achieved such great power in the material world that he could subdue practically all the planetary systems in the universe, including the heavenly planet Swargaloka. Yet, now because of his mistreatment of such a Vaishnava as Prahlad Maharaj, sorry, all the results of his tapasya diminished. As stated in Srimad Bhagavatam 10.446, Ayushriyam Yashodharmam Lokan Ashisha Evacha Hanti Shreyamsi Sarvani Pumsho Mahad Atikramaha When one mistreats great souls, his lifespan, opulence, reputation, religion, possessions and good fortune are all destroyed. Om Ajnanati Mirandasya Jnananjana Shalakaya Chakshun Militam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Shri Chaitanya Mano Vishtam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupakata Mahyam Tadati Swapadantikam Vandeham Shri Guru Shri Utapadakamalam Shri Gurum Vaishnavamsha Shri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Raghunada Anvitam Tam Sajivam Sadhvaitam Savadhutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Sri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita Sri Vishakan Vitamsha He Krishna Karuna Sindo Dina Bando Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namostute Tapta Kanchana Gaurangi Radhe Vrinda Veneshwari Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Vancha Kalpataru Vyasya Kripa Sindhu Vyayevacha Patitanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namo Namaha Jaya Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhar Shivasadi Gaurabhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna, I seek blessings of all the Vaishnavas Surabhi Mataji to speak on Srimad Bhagavatam for my own purification. Here in the verse it is mentioned, Hiranyakashipu understood the entire situation. So in the previous chapter we heard how Prahlad Maharaj was expertly preaching to his schoolmates what he had learned from Narada Muni. So, after that, Shanda and Amarka understood that these boys are not behaving normally anymore, all these demoniac sons. So, the report went to Hiranyakashipu. So, Hiranyakashipu understood, this is my son, he is preaching to all these daityas. And then, so we we have just read the reaction of Hiranyakashipu. In general, if any son in any ch- you know any family, if children are not listening, none of the parents they kill their children that you are not listening to me. <coughs> now we see this such a extreme example 
that Hiranyakashipu Srimad Bhagavatam is giving to us. And we never heard that somebody kills their own children because they are not listening to them. Have you ever seen in this world? No. Very extreme, isn't it? We may have seen if, if somebody is not listening to, do, to us or not following what we said, maybe killed. Now we have seen in the examples of our devotee community also in Russia. So where um, country was against to preaching of Krishna consciousness and early days devotees were put into jail and interrogated, tortured and killed in the jail. And we have read you know, that book um, Sarvabhama Prabhu's Salted Bread. But none of the parents does this, no? unless until they are so much extreme cruel. So that's why here it is mentioned, you know, Hiranyakashipu was he was like a, a snake. If somebody, have you ever tried? Have you ever got experience of, you know, uh, trampling a snake with your foot? Have you ever seen? Yeah. Yes, bro. Oh. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And it is mentioned in Srimad Bhagavatam, second canto, that you know when um, Lord Brahma got angry after after his first set of sons, four Kumaras, they did not listen to his father. So Brahma got angry. So from that anger, from his nostrils, who appeared? Rudra appeared. And Rudra, when he appeared, he was so angry, he was destroying everything. So Brahma gave him different places to be present. So one of the places he says, the snakes. One of the places in the purport also, Srila Prabhupada mentions that you know, there are different places, different animals and different creatures we see, they are very angry. So one of the anger personified creature is a snake. And we also see lions. So they, they are places where anger is there. And we see in the example of Hiranyakashipu how much anger he must have carrying, how much anger he must be carrying that he is ready to kill his own son. Now generally children are considered own body separated. So, so we see when um, Ashwadhamma, after he killed four sons of Draupadi, five sons, Upapandavas. So when Arjuna caught him and brought him back to Draupadi, Draupadi was telling, no, don't kill him. He is a representative of his father. And in that, it is mentioned that a son is a father's representative. And here in this case, Prahladmara is such a saintly son and Hiranyakashipu wanted to kill him just because he is not listening what his father is 
asking him to do and he is going against he says no you are you are no worshiping the enemy why he is considered the lord as enemy because lord killed hiranyaksha lord killed hiranyaksha and we also heard the story how hiranyakashipu and hiranyaksha were born from vaikuntha they fall down and become uh, jaya vijaya became hiranyakashipu and hiranyaksha and three births one birth they were ravana and kumakarna another birth last birth shishupala and dantavakra but that's okay they become you know demons but this this such an extreme example extreme case hiranyakashipu's and in bhagavad gita we we read in the second chapter krishna explains what what actually happens for one to develop anger so in the section stita pragna section pra, krishna explains that what is the cycle dhyayato vishayan pumsham so when when one develops attachment to the sense object dhyayato vishayan pumsha sangasteshu pajayate he develop attachment and from that attachment what develops lust develops kama so and when the lust develops lust if it is fulfilled what happens it turns to greed when the lust is not fulfilled that lust turns to greed so both the both the sides we can see if the lust is fulfilled that turns to greed and if the lust is not fulfilled turns to anger and when the anger is there and next verse krishna explains that and one loses his memory smriti brahmshan buddhinasho buddhinashat pranashyate so that's the whole sequence that's why we see in the case of hiranyakashipu also he developed such a great attachment for the sense object that my son has to listen to me he is going to be the next demonious king but he is not behaving like that and he is siding to my enemy he is siding to my enemy so his lust his his desire not fulfilled so anger and in that anger because he is a greatest demon so great anger buddhinashat pranashyate so now he is decided to kill his son but we also read in this per, in the translation how prahlad maharaj is situated although his father is very much angry but pralada his son pralada was peaceful peaceful mild and gentle his senses were under control so these are the symptoms of a great devotee these are the symptoms of mahajana these are the symptoms of pure devotees so these are the ornaments of a devotee sadhava sadhu bhushana so they are pretty much fixed even there is a irrevocable situations you know they are not at all favorable but still prahlad maharaj his peaceful mild and gentle and his senses were under control on the contrast we see hiranyakashipu he is not peaceful and he is not mild he is not gentle and his senses not control 
and he is ready to kill his son. And in the purport, Srila Prabhupada very nicely mentioned, so what are the consequences if one becomes angry at a devotee, especially the pure devotees, authorized devotees. That's why Prabhupada mentioned, when one is impudent toward a highly authorized devotee, one is punished by the loss of nature. So we see in the coming verses how um, Lord himself appears to kill Hiranyakashipu. And, and it is also mentioned that the duration of his life is diminished and he loses the blessings of superior persons and the results of pious activities. Can you think of any examples from the scriptures that other than Hiranyakashipu that somebody got angry, need not to be a devotee or even to the devotee that they lost their piety? Because here it is mentioned that one loses the results of pious activities also. One loses the blessings of superiors and also pious activities. Can you think of any examples? Indra? How? Mm. Mm -hmm. Vishwamitra? Yes. How? Mm. Yeah, with Ramba, when Ramba came. So there it is mentioned that Vishnamitra, first time when he understood, I was disturbed by the Apsara sent by Indra. But he gently, you know, uh, Manaka was trembling. Manaka was trembling that Vishwamitra may be cursed me. But he didn't say anything, mildly he said. But next time when Ramba came, he got so angry. He got so angry. So that time, again, Vishwamitra thinks, oh, again I got angry and I lost all my piety. So he had to undergo again severe tapasya to regain that. To regain that. Durvasa. Yeah, Durvasa Muni got angry at whom? Ambarish Maharaj. Ambarish Maharaj. So that he has to come back and beg forgiveness from Durvasamuni. has to beg forgiveness from Ambarish Maharaj. And it is the name Durvasa is so interesting that what's the meaning Durvasa? One cannot able to go along with him, live along with him. Now imagine you living with somebody, Durvasa kind of person, you cannot go along with him. For everything he will get angry or you know, poke you. So difficult, isn't it? And generally, in the association of devotees, we don't have such kind of problem. You know, if some devotee is progressing, no other devotee, you know, try to impede you. At least, if somebody going for Mangalarti every day, you know, they say, okay, you go, I'll take rest. But nobody shows envy. Nobody shows envy if you are progressing. You are chanting 16 rounds, sitting at one place. Nobody come and poke you to disturb you. 
There's at least one good thing is there among the devotees. Unless somebody, you know, uncontrolled senses, he may be do something harmful out of envy. But we don't see in general. But here in this case is such a extreme example. Can you think of any other examples from the scriptures that a devotee put into a very awkward situation like Prahlad Maharaj? Because Prahlad Maharaj, his father wanted to kill him. His father wanted to kill him just because he is following principles of devotional service. He is, he is a devotee, that's why he wanted to kill. Can you think of any other person? Maharaj Parikshit. Yes. Yes. Thank you, Mataji. So, Maharaj Parikshit also, he was very peaceful. When he heard the news that he was cursed by the Brahmana by Shringi, he was very peaceful. And he composed and fit himself to render devotional service. And by the mercy of the Lord, Sukadeva Goswami came. By that mercy, we are able to read Srimad Bhagavatam. And any other example? Huh? Vidura, yes. Vidura also same. When he was uh, insulted by Duryodhana, he was peaceful. Okay, now my time done. I will go on pilgrimage. He went happily pilgrimage. Jadavarat, yes. When Maharaj Rahugana, when he was chastising, he was very calm, peaceful. When time came, he gave instructions to the king. Anything in the Chaitanya Charita Amrita? Yeah, very good example. True. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Gopal Chapal. Yeah, he got leprosy after that because he he wanted to bring Srivastaku's position down, so he got leprosy. But what did Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's reaction when he when Chapal Gopal because Mahaprabhu comes to Navadvip that time Chapal Gopal goes to meet Mahaprabhu because he, he stays near the Ganges. Whenever Lord comes, he wants to meet the Lord. So one day he meets the Lord, he tells, I am in, in our day-to-day -day relationships, I am, you are like my nephew, I am your uncle, you please forgive me. But Mahaprabhu says, no, no, because you want to insult my devotee, Srivastakur. So he says, you will permanently go to hell. Any other example? Mm. True. Ramchandra Puri, when he was uh, telling Mahaprabhu, you eating too much, but all the devotees agitated, but Mahaprabhu was composed. What about Haridas Thakur? Haridas Thakur, 
just because he was chanting Hare Krishna, the Muslim Kaji in Fuliagram, that Kaji goes to King of Bengal and reports this Haridas Thakur got such a high birth in Muslim family, but he is following Hindus. He considered born as a Muslim is a high birth. And the king says, okay, because he become very envious, because when Haridas Thakur came to Fuliagram, all the great devotees in that area, they become very much enchanted by his loud chanting and beautiful uh, bodily features of Haridas Thakur. But this Kaji became very much envious of him. And he went and reported to King of Bengal. And King of Bengal asked Haridas to come. So when Haridas Thakur came to the king, immediately they imprisoned him. And all the so imprisoned other um, prisoners, they thought, oh, we got such a great opportunity to meet Haridas Thakur. And they were very much eager to see Haridas Thakur. And because Haridas Thakur is continuously chanting, always, 24 hours, he is continuously engaged in loud chanting of the Hare Krishna Mahamantra. And when these prisoners saw that Haridas Thakur's bodily symptoms, he was, they were enchanted and they are also started chanting. You know, we also see in, in when devotees were arrested, that news went to Srila Prabhupada. Srila Prabhupada said, okay, you just chant. Outside you have to chant, inside also you chant. And all the devotees started preaching to the prisoners. And finally they had to, you know, release devotees. So that where that example is coming from? That Haridas Thakur himself is setting that example. And when the prisoners were chanting, because Haridas Thakur, he was blessing them. All these prisoners came nearby Haridas Thakur. Haridas Thakur blessing them, you stay as you are. <laughs> and all the prisoners thinking, what kind of blessing is this? We are in the prison and Haridas Thakur blessing us, you stay as you are. And then Haridas Thakur has to explain to them, what is that blessing? Haridas Thakur tells, okay, I know you didn't understand my blessing, I will explain to what this means. He says, by seeing me, you all got that Krishna Prem and you are chanting very nicely and you got that devotion naturally came out. So you stay in that consciousness. You stay in that consciousness as you are, leaving all the attachments and developing attachment to the Krishna, the Lord. So that's why when we go outside, people come when we're doing Harinam. So people come, they see the loud chanting and they feel so beautiful. They mesmerize and they also chant. So as a devotee, our blessings to them, you stay as you are. <laughs> Not in the material world, the ecstasy you got, you stay as you are. And later, a king calls he asked for explanation, Haridas, you got such a great birth, why you are chanting? And Haridas naturally tells, you know, Lord inspired me to chant. 
So if a Hindu becomes Muslim, that's his misfortune, but Lord will not stop him. Similarly, I got attracted to the holy names of the Lord, and Lord inspired me to do that, and I am chanting the same Lord what you are praying, to whom you are offering prayers. But Kaji says, the king is okay, but the Kaji is very much envious to Haridas Thakur. And Kaji says, no, we should give appropriate punishment to him. What was the punishment awarded after that? Beaten. Yeah, beaten in the 22 marketplaces. Have you ever got, have you seen the Koroda? What you call that? Whip? Have you ever seen Koroda? Whip? No? <laughs> hmm. it's, it has a little stick at one end and a long um, string of leather, a strong ling of, string of leather. And leather is very much, um, it has very high tension and it cannot break so easily. And in olden days, they used this to punish somebody. Even, mm, and, and in school also we used to play. It take a big rumal and make it thin rope and we used to as a play thing we used to do like a <laughs> remember and see Haridas Thakur's given this punishment 22 marketplaces beat him to the death beat him to death just for what he is chanting holy names just, he is chanting holy name, he became a devotee. Just because of one person's envy, he wanted to kill Haridas Thakur, such a great devotee. Yes. And as they were beating him, but Haridas, he is not dying. They had to pray, if you don't die, this Kaji will kill us. You please die. Haridas Thakur said, okay, you want me to die? That's okay, I will die. But when they were beating, he was praying, as Prabhu said, he was praying that, Oh Lord, these people doesn't know what they are doing. You please forgive them. Same like Jesus Christ also. So he says, these people don't know what they are doing. All These are the symptoms of great devotees. They are peaceful, even in the case of reverses. Yes, Ma, but Mahaprabhu taking all this, all the beatings. But so far he hasn't met Mahaprabhu. <laughs> so far he hasn't met Mahaprabhu. But his devotion was firm and fixed. Similarly, we see Prahlad Maharaj didn't see Narsingadev. He didn't get darshan of the Lord, but he was very firm and fixed in his devotion. So similarly in our day-to-day -day activities also, we haven't got darshan, but still we should be fixed in our devotion, in spite of all the reversals. And finally, um, as Haridas Thakur told them, I will die. So he went into trance. He went into deep meditation of the Lord, in Samadhi. So everybody thought, he died. So finally they took him to Kaji 
And Kaji said, first they said, we should bury him. But according to them, if, if they bury, he will go to higher destinations. But Kaji said, he should not get higher destination, he should be thrown into Ganges. But as they were taking to Ganges, he was very much erect and he was not able to move. So they were trying to move Haridas Thakur, but he was not able to move. And finally everybody left, Haridas Thakur got into consciousness. He was loudly chanting and gone. And everyone thought he is great saint. And finally the king himself comes and begs forgiveness from Haridas Thakur. He tells, you are a great saint, please forgive us. And similarly, we see in many devotees' cases also. So we are so fortunate that, you know, nobody stops us doing our devotional service, except our own mind, because sometimes it acts as a, an enemy. Other than that, we don't have pretty much, nobody is stopping us doing what we are doing, our day-to-day -day sadhana. Anybody here has somebody stopping you from doing your devotional service? No. Only our mind stops us to go deep. So our enemy is our own mind. But we have to take shelter of the Lord in all the different processes, especially the five potent forms. So that is very, very much important for us to overcome our mind dictations, our mind's, you know, enemical behavior. So what are the five potent forms? So we have chanting the holy name, association of the devotees, deity worship, reciting Bhagavatam, and living in the dhams. Yeah, so these five potent forms are very, very important to come out of our mental platform. A, B, C, D, E. A, B, C, D, E. A, Association, B, Books. Books. C, Chanting, D, D, Worship, and E, D, Pushan. <laughs> Thank you, Prabhu. So, with, with that, we can overcome our limitations, our limitations. And as it is mentioned, Prabhupada very nicely mentioned that, so we should not develop any, any anger towards the devotees. Because when we develop all our piety, all our good qualities will diminish as we develop enmity to any living entity, not just to devotees, to any person, any living entity, all our good qualities, fortune, our tapasya, results, and our piety, everything diminishes. But, and Krishna also mentions how to control anger. He mentions, in the second chapter, he gave the process, how it leads to the fall down of a person. And in the third chapter, Arjuna asks how a person acts helplessly. And what is the answer Krishna gives? That lust. Lust is the 
only enemy that everybody has in this world. Mahapapa, he says. Mahapapa. And he says, that lust, when it is unfulfilled, it turns to anger. I'll read that translation. In the third chapter, 37th verse. Bhagavad Gita, Krishna tells that Prakrute kriyamanani gunai karmani sarvasha ahankara vimudatma karataham itimanyate. So, because of the, sorry, not this verse, 37th verse. Shri Bhagavan Vacha kamayesha krodayesha rajoguna samudbhava mahashano mahapapma vidya enam iha vairinam. So, this is the enemy, vairinam. What is that vairina? Kama and Kroda, these are the Mahapapna. And how Kama and Kroda develops? Because of the passion. So because of the passion. Translation, the Supreme Personality of Godhead said, it is lust only Arjuna, which is born of contact with the material mode of passion and later transformed into wrath, which is the all-devouring sinful enemy of this world. So, whenever we get angry, so this is the reference point, because we are in the mode of passion. Mahapapna. And it is said, all devouring sinful enemy of this world. And you see, our daily sadhana, the five potent forms, brings us automatically, it puts us in the mode of goodness. So when you come to Mangalarathi, sitting along with the devotees and chanting, so although we may have not different modes acting on us, but just because we are associating with this we are elevated from the passionate nature to goodness and even surpassing the goodness. And another place also Krishna mentions, because for a devotee it is very important that we surpass the material modes. And he says in the fourth chapter, Vitaraga Bhayakroda Manmaya Mam Upashitaha Bhavato Jnana Tapasa bhavam agataha. So Krishna mentioning that being freed from attachment, fear and anger, being fully absorbed in me and taking refuse in me, many many persons in the past became purified by knowledge of me and thus they all attain transcendental love for me. So we all want to develop transcendental love for Krishna and Krishna is giving how we have to. So he is telling first, Vitaraga Bhayakroda. So we have to freed from attachment, we have to free from fear, and we have to be free from anger. And absorbed in his devotional service. And again, in the fifth chapter also, Krishna mentions, in fifth chapter, twenty-third verse, he says, 
Before giving up this present body, if one is able to tolerate the urges of the material senses and check the forces of desire and anger, he will situated and is happy in this world. So again here Krishna is mentioning, we have to leave that anger. And again in the 26th verse also he says, Kamakrodha vimuktanam. Vimuktanam. He says, those who are freed from anger and all material desires, who are self-realized, self-disciplined and constantly endeavoring for perfection, are assured of liberation in the Supreme, in the very near future. So you see, continuously Krishna is telling, we have to leave that anger, we have to leave the attachment, we have to leave the fear. And somebody may question, okay, but in Nectar of Instructions, Srila Prabhupada writes, in Rupa Goswami mentioned that six things a person has to control. Vacho Vegam, Manasa Kroda Vegam, Jihva Vegam, Udaro Prasta Vegam. Only that person can able to make Shishya, Prutivimcha Shishyam. He can make and preach. And in the purport, Prabhupada writes, so these if one able to control these six, he should be called as Goswami and he is the eligible person to preach. And in the later purpose, Srila Prabhupada writes, but the Krodha, we may not be, you know, completely stopping, but we can utilize that in Krishna's service. So, even Krodha, we utilize in Krishna's service. How? And Lord Hanuman, the best example is Lord Hanuman himself. And another example, Arjuna. Arjuna also used anger. So anything can be utilized in Krishna's service, but not on the Krishna's devotee. <laughs> so being angry is different than the showing anger. What is the difference? Being angry means always anger. So like a snake, venom a snake. So, there is a nice example, nice pastime. Once a snake become, by the association of Narad Muni, it became a saint, devotee. So, it became a devotee and it thought, okay, I should not show anger to anybody. And knowing that, all the boys throwing stones at that snake. And the snake came to Narad Muni. Narad Muni, as you said, I become shanta, peaceful. No, mild, gentle, but these people are throwing stones at me. And Narad Muni tells, that's very good, but you now you can show anger, don't bite them, but when they are throwing stones, just raise your hoods and show them. Then feel they're scared and they run away. So similarly, devotee, when it is required, so he can show. Showing is different than being in the anger. So you can easily observe the symptoms, because I was one of the patients of anger. So when we, when we get real anger, psychology says your hands tremble, you, your voice little bit trembles, and you feel that hot air coming from your ears, your eyes becomes red hot. Have you ever experienced? <laughs> we do, we do. So, 
that's the symptom that you are when when we get these kind of symptoms like in this verse also we seen that he was hissing like a snake hiranyakashipu was hissing like a snake and his body trembled because in the highest anger he is showing and we see lord also shows anger to many uh, instances he showed anger to uh, to different people in many instances one example we get uh, very nicely explained in shrimad bhagavatam first canto when when ashwadhama after killing the upapandavas he was going away uh, and arjuna was chased him and he caught hold of him and in that verses it is mentioned that arjuna his his eyes are so reddish out of anger and it is also mentioned lord also in an angry mood but his eyes were like a lotus petals although he is angry but he is not carried away by that anger although he is showing anger but his eyes are like a lotus petals so krishna will never deviate from his position achuta he will never come to the material modes under the influence of material modes that's the position of krishna so with the association of the holy name and the devotional service a devotee also develop that kind of symptom and we also seen in lilamrita shila prabhupa sometimes become angry at his devotees but that anger is just like a you know flash only to that instant after that he is like a rose petal very soft when he is angry he was like a thunderbolt but when he is when it comes to show that love he is very much mild and the emotions so there are very powerful emotions in this world what are the different emotions that we exchange with other person in general we exchange love what are the other emotions grief yes anger sadness one of the expression emotion so there are so many emotions you can exchange with somebody so love care warmth and it is mentioned that hmm? happiness yes and it is mentioned among all the emotions three emotions are very very powerful so one is love the emotion of love is very much powerful and that is exactly opposite to the lust love is exactly opposite to the lust so when it is applied to our own enjoyment that is lust when it is applied for enjoyment of others that is love and the highest love we can express in the devotional service and the other powerful emotion is fear fear is such a powerful emotion that person does anything and everything out of fear and we have so many examples in the world also out of fear people does so many things and the third highest emotion is anger in the anger also 
people do so many things and after that they regret oh my god what i did you know sometimes mother beats good mother nowadays is 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 illegal to beat anybody but back in days we have seen sometimes mother out of anger to correct that naughty child even ashoda mother may has to correct the naughty child he has to show that anger so but in general but ashoda may is showing anger in a transcendental realm but in the material world when that comes person shows anger out of passion so people beat each other i have seen many of my friends <laughs> out of anger beating each other and they were professional angry people because <laughs> politicians recruit them to kill somebody i was coming from different background not me in a the place where i was raised this called settlement area during indira gandhi time so all these robbers they were settled and don't commit any of this illegal activities will give you railway employment but still they continue because their generations wise they were like that so one of my classmate is from that family this i know so anger people use that angry for different in you know, different purposes but being a devotee we don't use we don't use anger in our day to day activities especially when we dealing with the devotees because as here it is mentioned that ayushriya yasho dharmam lokan ashisha evacha so it diminishes our ayu and this verse especially quote this was quoted in 10th uh, canto 4th chapter any guesses where it is in which relation it is mentioned what is the first chapter 10th canto advent of lord krishna and second chapter prayers third chapter birth of lord krishna yes and after krishna born this is the fourth chapter so krishna went to vrindavan gokul so knowing that krishna has born comes a call all his friends in the krishna book when you read that is so nice to see prabhupad gives title to each demon demon baka demon pralamba demon keshi everyone so after mentioning everything so this is the last verse in this chapter it is mentioned by sukadev goswami because all these demons are giving advice to kamsa that you kill you torture all the people all the brahmanas so then krishna will come and they also decided we will kill all the babies born within this 60 days so in that it is mentioned that sukadev goswami he says one when one mistreats great souls his life span opulence reputation religion 
possessions and good fortune are all destroyed. And, and many, many examples are there. Even among the devotees, when somebody shows, mistreats others, their opulences, reputation obviously goes. And you know, nobody like, like to sit with them. Reputation is the first one to go. And religion. So that's not a good practice. And possessions. And good fortune. All are destroyed. So from this purport, this is what we have to take that we should not show. And we have to take the tolerant behavior of Prahlad Maharaj in a reversible situations. So anything. And our greatest enemy is not the outside person. The, our greatest enemy is Mana. Our own mind itself. In, in Avanti Brahmana case, he tells that it is not, none of them are the causes of my misery. My misery is my own mind. Our, my destination is my own mind is giving. Okay, I'll stop here. If you have any questions or comments, corrections, please. Hi, so you mentioned that uh, love, fear and anger, they are the three strongest emotions. So can we say that um, Dhruva Maharaj used anger um, to achieve the highest uh, destination? Like, you know, he was angry when he was insulted. So can we say that he hmm. used? Out of anger, he, because he, he felt very much insulted. So he took it to his heart, but because of the association of great devotee Narada Muni and because of the devotional process which he underwent, austerity, and that purified his heart and although out of anger he wanted to achieve something, but the devotee intervened and the whole destination got changed. So he got darshan of the Lord. So that's why, although he 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 did the tapasya to attain the highest destination, highest kingdom, greater than his own grandfather, when Lord awarded him Drolaka, he says, "No, Swaminathan varam So I don't want. So I came to in search of a broken pieces of glass, but you gave me diamonds, I don't want anything else. So, anger itself is not awarding him the destination, but the association of devotee giving him. So that is very important. So that's why when we expressing our emotions also, we have to follow under the footsteps of Mahajanas and the guidance of devotees. Sukhdev Prabhu would like to add this. Yes, Prabhu. Kshitva means rebuking. Parusha with very harsh vacha words. Uh, 
So Hiranyakashipu with very cruel words, he is revoking Prahlad Maharaj. And it is mentioned that in one lecture I heard, when Hiranyakashipu torturing his son, Prahlad Maharaj is thinking, my father is playing with me. <laughs> That's why here it is mentioned that he is very much restrained and he is avanatam, very gentle and mild. Because he is not considering his father is you know, punishing him, he is considering my father is playing with me. <laughs> so that's his consciousness. He's, imagine five-year-old boy. Extraordinary. Extraordinary. Hi. In the uh, purport, the Srila Prabhupada uh, quotes that verse from the uh, tenth canto. Yes, Prabhu. Now, in in practical, how do we see that being applied at this uh, age? I mean, there's so much, so much, uh, you know, that atrocities is mm. done towards the devotees or towards the who are following the principle. But and those people are actually living as opulent as mm. as long life, and uh, they they seems to be. Mm. I'm not sure that sooner or later they might get, but uh, yeah, how do we see that in the modern contracts on that? Well, the highest good fortune one can get in one's life is getting a seed of devotion in their heart. So by being inimical to the devotee, a person loses that opportunity to get that good fortune. And anyway, nobody follows religion in these days. Those people who are against, at least. And their possessions, coming from the previous activities, but that will destroy everything. That's why in the Bhagavad Gita 16th chapter, Krishna mentions. So, he puts them in a, in a situation that they will not commit this again. Most hellish. And he gives them animal life where when they show this kind of emotions to other devotees. So they will be perpetually. That's why he says, um, those who are envious and mischievous, who are the lowest among men, I perpetually cast into the ocean of material existence into various demoniac species of life. So they will be glide down to Although they got the rarest opportunity to gay, become a human being, but because of misusing that opportunity out of passion and ignorance, they will be cast into the ocean of material existence, sliding down to 
demoniac species. Hare Krishna. Grandra Srimad Bhagavatam ki jayegai.